Welcome back to SEWCT. I'm Chef T, your host. Today, we're talking about COVID-19 disrupts food industry and how the USDA thinks there wouldn't be a food shortage. Found this article on npr.org. Uh, link is going to be in the podcast description. As always, you can click on that link to read further. Their title is USDA Secretary says, despite plant closures, he does not anticipate food shortages. Say that again. USDA Secretary says, despite plant closures, he does not anticipate food shortages. Visit almost any grocery store and you'll see how that food chain has been disrupted during the coronavirus pandemic. Even if food is in stores, millions of newly unemployed people may have trouble paying for it. Agricultural Secretary Sonny Perdue has been talking up part of the federal response. Wow, it was a little weird right there. A $3 billion plan to disrupt food to families called the Farmers to Family Food Box Program. Under the program, the federal government will pay farmers to box up fresh produce, dairy, and meat, food many have had to dispose of because of disruption in the market and supply it to the places like food banks. When you have the shutdown very suddenly uh, of institutional food settings, such as restaurants, schools, colleges, and others, then that causes a misalignment in supply. Purdue tells Morning Edition, and we've had to scramble in order to try to readjust that. And this food box program is one of the things which we've tried to do. Here's more about the Purdue's conversation. This is what they're saying. There are advocates for the poor who think that there are simpler ways to do this. Why not just give people more money through SNAP? Uh, the existing program to help people pay for food, which was something that was done during the Great Recession. That may help one side of the equation. It does not help those farmers and producers who have grown this food. They cannot make it to the market because of the supply chain they've been used to dealing with. The institutional food market is no longer there. Obviously, there are going to be advocates who always want to have more money or more food available. We have been extremely flexible in any of these rules with the SNAP benefits, food service, school feeding, all of those kinds of things. USDA has bent over backwards in order to provide flexibilities all over the country. Do not anticipate widespread food shortages is coming in, in the coming months. So Steve says he doesn't think so. We track daily our food plant openings. Uh, one of the challenges we had in protein, meat, poultry, beef, pork had been the closure of some of the of their processing plants there. And we've had infections in those plants. This is all what he's saying uh, that cause some temporary closures. Essentially, all of those plants are back open. We've turned on the corner and we turned the corner. And while some retailers are suggesting they may not have the degree of variety that they once had, we expect that to be curved very quickly. I do expect, this is what Steve is saying, um, 
expect us to be back up to 85 to 90 percent production in probably a very few days or weeks what is the federal government doing to support companies that they've told under defense production act that they've got to keep open they got to keep producing meat but they have workers who are getting sick we have uniform guidelines from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. We give them the standard guidelines. We work with the local authorities, local elected officials, as well as the companies and the workers themselves to understand. We provided PPE equipment, personal protective equipment, face shields, masks, and other things into the plants there, as well as testing we're required to get the workers confidence so they're operating in a safe working environment. Pretty interesting. Uh, this article, once again, is found right on npr.org. Link is in my podcast description. Really interesting to see um, just where things are going as we slowly start to open up. Businesses start to come into fruition. Um, I think the most important thing is really uh, having people feel comfortable at their workplace and, uh, you know, providing whatever it is they need to feel comfortable with the testing, um, the proper gear, uh, the proper distancing, just until this all starts to die down. And perhaps the vaccine could be something that can help control this situation. But who knows? Right. We don't know. But right now, all we do know now currently is to take the precautionary measures at all types of workplaces, including the food industry and many others. So curious to hear what your thoughts are. Feel free to DM me on my IG or find me on simpleese.com. In the meantime, click that link in the podcast description if you want to read further. Otherwise, I will talk to you manana. Peace, guys. Catch you on the next one. I'm Chef T. Once again, thanks for joining me right here on SEWCT. Oh, thank you.